0: personal experience anybody my age we've had ipods since we were in elementary school middle school so our entire lives are captured um and being able to cope with the fact that even if you delete something it's never actually truly gone um it's there it's on the cloud forever um and so for me yeah my entire drinking history has been captured through snapchat instagram stories You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank.
1: Welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. I am pleased to be joined again by Gabri Agello. She is the host of the Gen Z Declassified Sobriety Guide, and we talk about everything youth and social media and sobriety. How are you doing, Gabri?
0: I'm great. Thanks for having me on again.
1: Thanks for coming on. I was excited about this topic today. You know, so much of social media is just a track record of your past, right? Like everything that you have ever done is captured on social media. But what if your drinking past is captured on social media? How do you deal with this now that you're sober?
0: Right. Yeah. From personal experience, anybody my age, we've had iPods since we were in elementary school, middle school. So our entire lives are captured. Um, And being able to cope with the fact that even if you delete something, it's never actually truly gone. Um, It's there. It's on the cloud forever. Um, And so for me, yeah, my entire drinking history has been captured through Snapchat, through Instagram stories. Um, And learning to kind of cope with that past and relinquishing that control has definitely been um, hard. But I would say the main thing was to kind of counteract that with putting out positive uh, things on social media, like doing a show like this um, and advocating for, you know, sobriety and and things like that.
1: You know, as a Gen Zer, everything that you do is captured. probably the day you were born. you know, until the day you die will be all captured Mm -hmm. on social media in one form or the other. There's video text, all kinds of of, translations. Mm -hmm. So for you, was it just like the awareness after did you kind of forget about that? And then all of a sudden you're sober and then you go, oh, oh, no.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I kind of talk about this on my channel. I feel like I'm a completely like I'm a different person. Um obviously like you know emotionally I feel like I'm I'm a more mature uh different person, but physically obviously I am not. And so sometimes I kind of like forgot about that past and it, it kind of came to me with um intrusive thoughts. I would just randomly have these intrusive thoughts and I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, there is this history" you know, that is out there. There are people walking around that only know this side of myself. Um, so it, it really was very hard for me in the beginning of my sobriety to, to cope with that. Um, and I think it's valid for anybody that, you know, is going through that. I don't want to minimize it by saying, you know, just forget about it. Um, but it really is important to relinquish that control and focus on what you can control, which is your sobriety now and, and what you do now.
1: Yeah, you know, cause the, the headlines are full of politicians and mm-hmm. celebrities and people that were captured when they were, you know, 18 years old or 19 years old saying or doing something that they're just not like now, right? They would never mm-hmm. do this now as a 25 or 35 year old person. Yeah. Um, but you know, looking back now on this for you, Mm -hmm. You know, I guess this whole, this whole control issue, there is this just Mm -hmm. this bunch of just, Hey, you got to let go. And the whole part of sobriety is there's going to be some sort of cosmic change with you. There's going to be some sort of change of consciousness. So I guess it's a realization that, Hey, I'm not the person that I'm seeing on this video right now.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And there's also an aspect too of accountability. Um, For me, it it kind of was trying to find that, that healthy fine line between taking accountability for past actions while also learning to forgive myself and, and love myself now. I only use the, you know, those past videos or that, that past experience to just be thankful for where I am now and use that as a tool to be like, you know, you do not want to go back there. I, I think what really helped me with that is to look at myself back then with compassion um not embarrassment you know not with a judgmental lens but to give myself the love that i wish i had then that maybe i would have gone a different path maybe if i was given some of that compassion i wouldn't have you know gone the route of you know self-medication and things like that so i really try to look at my past self with compassion way easier said than done but you know i try to do that
1: yeah there are tools that you can do on social media too that you can delete certain things. So, yeah. like on Facebook, it might be deleted, right? But you were saying, like, certain programs like Snapchat and things <laughs> like that, it's kind of in the cloud forever.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes. Yeah, Snapchat, too, because people think, um, you know, you record something on your Snapchat story or you send something to somebody in your Snapchat story and it's, gone after 24 hours, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's really not. So I have definitely gone through my social media and did kind of like a, you know, a refresh, you know, tried to delete a lot of things. But um, when I looked in my iCloud, it was, it's still there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I don't want to minimize, but um, it's one of those things, like, I guess it's misery loves company we're all in that boat together, not just people that have, you know, struggled with sobriety. It's any mistake you've made as somebody my age, it is for sure captured forever. So I guess it's one of those misery loves company things.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, if you've been sober for a period of time, if you've done something that you shouldn't have done, you've probably already made an amends for that, right? And you have somewhat moved on with your life and that person has moved along with their life. But I've seen this also be the cause of relapse for people, right? Mm. Because it triggers them with, I guess it would be shame, right? This very low energy because they realize, hey, I'm not that person that I was on that video. And I probably wouldn't have acted that way if I didn't have the allergy to alcohol, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, if anybody's an alcoholic or knows an alcoholic, they know that when they consume alcohol, certain things happen to them physically that right. doesn't happen to just the average person.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, too. And, I, I for sure struggled with that. That was one of the main things that, you know, I, I still struggle with sometimes um, with that. Um, I think too, it's like you said, the shame thing. And it's also um, knowing that there are people out there that only know that one side of you. And it's like, you want to prove to them, no, like that was just one side of me. That, that was, you know, that wasn't me. That was like, you know, my disease. It was my, my mental health issues. Um, but that is, if you are seeking validation from somebody else and you want to prove that you're healthy to somebody else, um, seeking that validation from other people is probably a a reason why you actually started drinking in the first place to seek that validation. So I say, you know, really do it for yourself. Um, yeah.
1: You know, Gabrielle, I think most people that are over 40 years of age, have said that they've been sober for a long period of time, have said, you know what, I the, if if there would have been Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter mm-hmm. back when I was drinking and using, right, um, I, I don't know what I would have done, right? Right. Like, so I, I think that there's more of an awareness now because I think even people who – don't have an alcohol or drug problem, right? They don't have an addiction problem, have maybe said something at a party or done something, right. or even, I have even heard people who have worn an outfit or something that wasn't flattering to them. And like, right. why did I wear that? Why did I post that picture on social media? You know, why did I have a, you know, why did I have alcohol in my hand when I took that picture? Right. And these people aren't even in recovery, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's human nature. Everybody kind of has that, uh, you know, uh, things in their past that they're not necessarily as proud of, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the question is, what what's is the what's the process that you go through? I think especially as a Gen Z about maybe kind of repairing that. Obviously there's making amends if yeah. you're in a 12 step program or maybe you personally know them, you've already kind of apologized and they've been on that sobriety journey with you. Yeah. But you were talking with me, about possibly also creating new content that's different from maybe that past content that's already floating out there.
0: Yeah, the one great thing about you know being a Gen Zer and being young, it's like, oh yes, you have all of your past that's recorded, but we have all of our future that can be recorded. We have so much time to create so many just like amazing uh, new things. Um, and so that's just like a, such a small fraction of our life um, our entire life is going to be, you know, digital and, and being able to be seen. If you can kind of counteract, you know, that that negative stuff with all this positive stuff, um, people aren't going to really remember it. I think we remember because it's, you know, it's the shame thing. and And we're like, oh, my gosh everybody's thinking about this one party I went to freshman year. No, nobody else is thinking about this but me, like, honestly. Um, So I think for me, that really helped. I I'm lucky enough to actually have made amends with some people I went to my old college with. And they were like, yeah, we don't even we don't even think about that. Like, I completely forgot that even happened. Um, so yeah, definitely counteracting it
1: with that. Yeah. I love what you're talking about is, you know, most people are thinking about themselves 24 hours a day, seven yeah, days. Like they're not thinking about something that happened to, to, to you, you know, on a random Tuesday, right. you know, eight years ago. Right. But yeah. I think one of the things with addiction is that we can be obsessive. Right. And I think that the thing is that the most important thing for people that are new in recovery is to make sure that this does not create a path to some sort of relapse right, right? or really poor life quality. So would you recommend talking to other people, whether you're in a 12 step program Mm -hmm. or a church group, or you have a friend or a counselor talking with people about that? If you, if you're obsessing about it,
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I am lucky enough to have an amazing therapist that I can talk to. I also have, I've made some, you know, young sober friends as well. And it's kind of one of those things where it's you really, I feel like a lot of times within sobriety, you can really feel alone. Um, And so being able to talk with people that have gone through that has just been like super you know just amazing and kind of it's one of those things where you know you either laugh or you cry about it and being able to laugh with you know fellow young silver people about oh gosh like you know that was our mistake it is what it is and you know it, it's time to move on we've all had this you know experience it's it's not just a me thing it's not just a you thing um it's really helped me to feel like i'm not alone
1: yeah i i i, I definitely see that um Gabri, thanks so much for coming on the show today if people want to know more about you and, and your YouTube channel, how do they get a hold of you?
0: Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram. It's Gabriagello, G-A-B-R-I-A-U-G-E-L-L-O. I post a bunch of stuff, you know, sober content. Um, also follow, you know, me on YouTube. So that's uh, Gen Z's Declassified Sobriety Survival Guide channel. So that's where you can find me.
1: Excellent. Also, Gabri is also on Recovered Life and puts out posts on that too. And we've had some great conversations there. Gabri, thanks so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you for having me. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.